Welcome, everybody, to this week's Picks, the podcast that helps you navigate the overwhelming world of entertainment. With countless options available, we're here to guide you through the best movies, TV shows, books, music, and more. Join us as we provide recommendations, reviews, and insights to help you make informed choices. We'll even throw in a cocktail or two recipe to help you kick back and relax while watching those shows. Let's streamline entertainment options and discover the perfect picks for your week. Let's get this shit started. What's up, Jason? How are you today? Doing great. I'm excited to hear about the movies you have for us. Sounds like you got a cocktail. Sounds like we've been kind of maybe landed on a theme there. <laughs> I think I think this week we may have just buzzed the tower with a nice set of t- picks this week. So, yeah, man, I'm excited to hear what you got. I'm excited to, to chat back and forth about these picks. I got a couple old school things that are going to be reminiscent, nostalgic. So I'm ready to get going, bud. So why don't you, why don't you kick to, us off? Oh, why don't you kick us off today? I'm going to kick us off. Oh, we're throwing it real weird. Okay, here we go then. Well, in slot number one, I have none other than 1997's Air Force One. All right. Harrison Ford and Gary Oldman. It has Glenn Close in it. Uh, it's just a hell of a cast. Uh, man, it's coming in 97. I remember this film. I remember watching it in a the theater. I'm pretty sure it was my aunt. who used to go to the movies together all the time. But uh, in this, uh, real quick synopsis for those that haven't seen it, Harrison Ford plays the president of the U.S. United States, uh, and Air Force One through, I guess, some some hijinks is hijacked and held for ransom by a terrorist group. Um, uh, it's kind of nuts because I think it deals with kind of uh, a former country of the USSR, so it's even Russia versus America, like we always have in all these kind of movies. But, uh, you know, you can kind of see where this one's headed. It's got action. It's got family. It's got emotion. Stellar performances. Jason, you remember, that? You remember this film? Have you oh seen it? Oh, my God, while? do I. I. The iconic line from uh, Harrison Ford towards the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it's quotable. You know, I really didn't realize until maybe I watched this movie a couple years ago. That was Gary Oldman. Oh, yeah. Because you just, he, he's so, he's he's been around so long, and he, he's such a, I guess he's, Clay, he, he can mold into any character. It, he was really, it's been a while since I've seen it, but if I recall, he was really like dark in that film, right? Like just. Yes. Yeah. He's the head of the terrorists. So he's kind of sinister and a little, yeah, very dark. I mean, the whole, all the whole hijacker things, like real murderous, if I remember, just like. There's a huge shootout, like in, in the plane with Secret Service and everything. Yeah, they're not, they're not, they're just trying to get the president and the president only. Everyone else is collateral. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I would say it's Die Hard on Air Force One if you wanted to compare it to a film if you haven't seen it. Um, but man, that, that's fun. It's fun. It goes by quick. Um, you know, yeah, it's one of those, I guess, movies where it's kind of, it's all canned in one place, but I can do a great job with it. I think it's fun. It's it's an underrated action film, I'd say. You know, yeah, yeah, definitely, I mean, definitely not. You know, wrong to call it Die Hard on a plane, but I mean, that was so many action films in the '90s. Like, it's Die Hard, yeah, on I a mean, bus. <laughs> I mean, have you seen the newest ones, White House Down? And, oh yeah, all, you know, London Has Fallen. Those kind of films. Oh it's, yeah, it's the same thing of Air Force One. I mean, all action films follow X Y Z, right? So this is just uh, one. On, yeah, it's just one on a plane. I think you it's, know what's great. That is a good one. Great pick. You know what film it? Um, I always kind of mentally associate it with. Not mm-hmm. saying they're the same caliber, but they came out almost at the same time. Actually, I think they were about the same. Honestly, uh, both about uh, high people hijacking a plane. Executive decision. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Kurt Russell, Steven yeah. Seagal, all that. Yeah, huge but, cast. Yeah, it came out I think a year before this one, and it was same thing. Terrorist hijack a plane, like a big seven forty seven, and uh, Kurt Russell and a team of you know super guys go to get in it and take the plane back. That's um, right. That's right. So, uh, I haven't yeah. seen that one in a long time. That's good. That's that's a great. That's a great one. Uh, following the. Uh, Following the theme today, so good, good, yeah. That's a good extra, extra bonus there for uh, executive we'll, we'll decision. Bonus pick for you. We'll just throw in a lot of plane <laughs> movies throughout. Um, right. Speaking of terrorists and planes, uh, my first pick was going to be Die Hard Two, Die Harder. Oh yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Bruce Willis and the guys had a huge success with Die Hard, and they said, you know what? Let's make it again at an airport. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll still be I... snowing. It'll be the exact same plot. It's still Christmas. It's you still, know, yeah. John McClane is just going to visit his wife. And he's just every dude trying to have a nice time. It yeah. always it always goes awry. Hey, I like I, I like the one and two of the diehards. Oh, yeah. Same movie. Wonderful. Both good. Both great. Um, yeah. I like yeah. three, right? I think it's a great film as well. Different. I, I, very different. But very different. Be good. Yeah. They did actually try to break the script on that one and do something different. So yeah. it was it nice. falls off a cliff after that. Well, yeah. yeah. Once he launched a motorcycle into a helicopter in one of the movies, I was like, okay. So, okay. Yeah, it's a different film. It is. They no, that's to, a great one. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you haven't seen it, it's um, uh, off-duty cop at an airport waiting to get picked up or make a flight. I don't know. Visit his wife ex-wife i think and um some terrorists hijack some some stuff and want some money or what no they want to free a guy right like free another terrorist anyway yeah yeah he uh this off-duty cop this every man bruce willis like oh i have to do this shit gets, <laughs> gets roped into saving the day and you know he alone ends up saving a bunch of people and yeah it's good yeah, it's a great action yeah. film uh, great it's solid. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, I think there's a pretty solid cast of that one too, with all, with all the bad guys, and it's the typical '90s group that you see in a lot of oh, films. Yeah. But I remember it being a lot of fun and really good. And the guy in the air traffic control, that the guy that's a head guy for that, was really awesome in that movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, yeah, die hard, die harder, man. Of course. Yeah. You know, <laughs> watch the whole, title. Watch all three. You know, just watch Die Hard, Die Hard, Die Harder, and uh, Die Hard. What was three called? With a Vengeance? With a Vengeance, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the reviews I saw on like Letterboxd was like comparing it to uh, what they say, the adult version of the Home Alone franchise. Like, it's yeah. just some, some yeah. guy trying to have a good time at a party. Just like, ah, shit. All right. Let me deal with these assholes. Uh, I mean, I've seen the comparison of Home Alone and Die Hard being the exact same movie. Yeah. Except for. I've also seen where they talk about Kevin McAllister being, you know, a serial killer. He 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 baited those guys in there to get killed, but it's a whole other story. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, no, I can see that. He toyed with them. It's yeah. a, the whole diet trial. I think I want to say the confused breakfast talked about it, but that, it's, that's it psychotic. He did some psychotic stuff when you look hey, back at it. Hey, that's torture, man. That's he, torture. He could have just called the cops, or right, right, right. right. He had a phone. He could have called. Right, he warned. So... He warned those people to come in. <laughs> Oh, all right, we got this. Uh, we got Let's uh, get back on track. All right, all right. So more plane movies. All right, I got another plane movie. This one, 
I think I watched it for the first time in a van and an old, you know, those fans that had the TVs and VCRs in them on a road trip with my grandparents. I think I watched this one. It's got a really long title and I was very unsure about it. But I think I watched this movie probably 20 times on road trips after that. And wow. probably more than once on that same road trip. But uh, it's called Those Magnificent Men in Their Flying Machines or How I Flew from London to Paris in 25 Hours and 11 Minutes. It's, it's from 1965. Uh, but it's set in the era of flight is brand new. So the world sends their best to Britain for a race across the English Channel from London to Paris. Uh, but it's got one of the funniest intro-outro songs ever. Of course, this is back when they wrote songs to be about what's happening in the films and not just like put a pop song at the end. So it's it's hilarious. Uh, I think it kind of has that uh, oh, Monty Python kind of feel to it. Okay. But really what it reminds me of. And this cartoon series actually is after the date of this film, so they may have stole some from the actual movie. But if you remember the Wacky Races cartoon series with all the characters in the long like cannonball-style race... No, like, I, don't, uh, I don't think I've seen that. Okay, okay. Hey, I, I did. Anyway, and they had, yeah, had the dog and the guy. Yeah. Anyway, kind of same setup. And even the the main bad guy in the wacky races looks like the looks like the villain, quote unquote, from uh, the Magnificent Men and the Flying Machines. But uh, anyway, it's great. It's fun. Very family friendly. Super clean. Uh, right now, I think we found a place I've seen it to rent or buy on Amazon. Uh, but maybe that song will get stuck in your head. Uh, I'll, I'll post a trailer of this one on our Twitter for sure. Just because I want to share this film. Because it's an older one, like I said, 1965. But it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun and a good time. I'm, I'm taking you haven't seen this one? I, I have not seen this one. Okay. All right. Well, it, it missed me. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like I, I get I, mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a great G film. I guess they thought, hey, the kids will like it on this road trip. And, and I did. And I did a lot, actually. Still do. I think it's still pretty, pretty funny. Uh, it's got a lot of, a lot of uh, good humor in it. And uh, I'm sure back in, if I knew who the stars in 1965 were, they're probably all over that thing. I think Red Skelton's in it somewhere, the old comedian. He makes oh, an right, appearance. Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of that, it's that era of people. Of course, like I <laughs> okay. said, it's set back before when flight just took off. So you have these zany contraptions that are trying to fly. It's it's It looks like the Red Bull Plutog races coming out of there, what people try to get to fly. So it makes it fun, makes it cool. Great, you know, cast of characters. Almost almost cartoonish, if you will. So, but yeah, check it out. I think it's worth a $3.99 or $3.79 rent right now on Prime um, for a weekend. If your kids want to see something a little different, a little more zany to keep their uh, attention on a road trip, hey, guess what? There it is. It worked for me. But uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. Yeah, man, it's a good one. It's fun. But all right, y'all. All right, Jason, lead us off. All right. Well, I'm going to move a little later into the 90s with go. Uh, Simon West as Con Air. Oh, so, <laughs> yes. Planes yep. very, very integral to this film with yep. uh, Nicolas Cage. And um, I guess, well, the whole thing is just they're transporting prisoners on a plane. And uh, right. not to spoil it, but the plane gets taken over. They land it, and um, yeah, Nick Cage is a prisoner, but a good guy. And uh, who is it? John Cusack is the yeah. cop trying to, you know, catch him and bring him down. Yeah, just an amazing cast, right? Like you got John Malkovich in there. Dave Chappelle was in there. Dave Chappelle's there. Yeah, uh, Steve Buscemi. 
Yeah, Steve, yeah, that's right. With Shimmy plays the creepy dude. Um, mm-hmm. Danny Trejo is one of the prisoners. That's right. That's right. Uh, man, it's just it's loaded, and um, it's just a it's a great fun '90s action film. So oh, it's pure '90s action, pure '90s action. I want to say it's a Michael Bay film. I'm not sure. Don't quote it, me on that. Thing. It's not. Oh, okay. I could see where you'd, you'd get that from. There's a lot yeah. of unnecessary explosions. And, <laughs> you know, big, you know, just like, wait, why did that need to blow up? Why were they standing next to oil yeah. tankers? All right. Yeah. But, you know, you, you just sit down and watch the film for a good time. There's a lot of things that don't make a whole lot of sense. But, nah, but yeah, it's just it's, fun. Oh, it's a great time. It's, it's a great Nick, time. Nick Cage, 90s action. Fun. It's a fun time. Uh, it's almost like it's Jail Force One, huh? Yeah, yeah. So I did there. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's like, it's like Nick, yeah, I don't know if y'all saw a while back. I think it was two football seasons ago. Aaron Rodgers showed up to camp dressed like Nick Cage from Con Air. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I think it was his last year, the Green one. Bay Packers. Yeah, he showed up in the white tank top, the long hair, slick back, the jeans. Yeah, so he pulled off his dress up was Con Air. But uh, I love Con Air. Uh, I think I, I really do. It's uh, it's uh, it's a lot of fun, like you yeah, were saying. Yeah, great film. Yeah. But, uh, man, 1997, it felt like it's that old, but it was. It was. You know what? Just a tangent before you pick your next pick. Mm-hmm. I think a lost opportunity was uh, Speed 3. So you had Speed with... Yep. Um, uh, shoot, I just blanked down his name from... Keanu Untouched. Reeves. Keanu Reeves, thank you. Yep. Uh, and of young, young... Um, sh- uh, the chick from Miss Congeniality. Who's that? The, oh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Bullock, yeah. yeah. Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Great, great film. That'll... Don't worry, that'll make a list in the future when we do our episode on buses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, Speed is Die Hard on a bus. And then mm-hmm. uh, Speed 2 is Die Hard on a cruise ship. Right. And they really should have made Speed 3 on a plane. Uh, yeah. Like the plane can't land or anyhow. Uh, that's what you did there. I like it. I agree. I agree. They could have. They could have done Speed up. 3 in the plane. That was a long way to a short path. Yeah, we, we like to take the long way around, don't we? Anyhow, what do you got next for us? <laughs> well, com- continuing with our theory, if no one's caught on yet, the theory is planes, aeroplanes. And to say that, I've got 1980s Airplane, the classic comedy. Man, this film is fun. Uh, it was written and directed by Jim Abrams, Dave Zucker, and Jerry Zucker. Uh, I, there's too many people with really the name. Like how many actors, amazing actors in there. I mean, but there's Robert Hayes, Julie Haggerty, and Leslie Nielsen. I think are the are given top billing. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, there's more. There's more than that. Than that. Oh, you, but, I mean, I gotta you gotta throw out like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Right, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, exactly. One exactly. of the pilots or something. Yeah, he's one of the pilots. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think most likely you've, if you haven't seen this movie, you've probably quoted it without knowing it because it's in pop culture everywhere. Like, I, I mean, you know, it's, I know what people are going to come at us. It's not aged well, whatever. It's not PC, whatever. No, I mean, nothing from 
pre-2020s PC anymore. But anyway, long story short, crew becomes ill with food poisoning and a neurotic ex-fighter fighter pilot has to land the commercial plane full of passengers. And just comedy ensues. You, you don't just follow the cockpit. You follow all through the cast and crew and everyone's supporting. I mean, there's a nun. There's a nun on the plane that gets involved. And there's like, it seems like there's, a, there's something for like every type of character. I remember there being a Buddhist monk on there. Uh, and then, of course, Leslie Nielsen has some of the most quotable lines in the entire film. Uh, it's a pretty short watch. Uh, it's a great laugh. I mean, if you haven't seen it or haven't seen it lately, uh, make a drink this weekend or this week and sit back and enjoy. It's streaming on Max right now. I mean, it's a perfect 80s uh, 80s film. I think it's, it's dang near perfect. Yeah, and it's like a, and it's kind of a satire, you know. So oh, yeah. I, mean, I feel like, yeah. I feel yeah. like those get made as much anymore. I think like the last kind of good one that springs to mind was a scary movie, the first one. Yeah, I can um, do that. Well, and that's the kind of film it is, right? Like that kind of punchy. Like here's a storyline, but we're just gonna rib jokes from every other movie, right? <laughs> yeah, they do. I think. I mean. They do. They make fun of. I've, I know there's another film like that's actually Gun and right. There's another film in the seventies. I think is what they're ripping off of. Uh huh. Kind of, sort of. So yeah, it's 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 like that. It's like you know, Spaceballs did Star Wars. Yeah. So it's the same deal. Oh yeah, but I don't know why it's Top Gun because yeah. Top Gun. I'm thinking of Hot Shots. Like, yes. No yeah. Was, hot Gun. Yeah. 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 Uh, which but, I think uh, is the same same director. Yeah. Did both of those. Did he? Oh, maybe, maybe he did. And that, I, I felt like they tried to take Hot Shots serious, and Hot Shots Part Two was even more ridiculous. <laughs> like they just leaned even more into it. Oh, another, yeah. gr- another great set of artist playing films. But yeah, I mean, I love Airplane. Uh, like I said, it's it's on uh, Max right now. Uh, I mean, some great stars from back in the day. I do fantastic. And like I said, even, even like you said, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is in that thing. So Oh, they just loaded it with like weird <laughs> cameos. Yes. It's yes. absurdity, but fun. Oh, yeah. And I was like, how'd you get all these people in this film? But then you like you watch it, like, it's hilarious. They all knew it was going to be hilarious. So, but anyway, awesome. Well, Airplane on Max. Check it out, guys. Uh, Jason, what you got next for us? Well, we'll, we'll spin right into Top Gun. Okay. You know, Tony Scott's 1986 masterpiece. Yeah. Um, some people, you know, love it. Some people don't. You could nitpick it all day, but man, what what else has stood the test of time? Like thirty five plus years, like, and it's still we're still talking about it. We're still <laughs> quoting it. Like, it's just um, amazing performance from Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer. Um, man, it's just a little a little homo erotic yeah. <laughs> at times, you know. Uh, you know, like a softcore porno on the beach with the volleyball scene. Oh, we want to talk about the scene of him and Charlie getting together, like the chick, like in that weird licking the chin thing. Oh, I mean, that, yeah, yeah, it's just—it's almost like what a thirteen-year-old would picture sex being. Like, <laughs> like oh, it's got to be like that, right? Sure, bud. You betcha. You go and film that. Um, oh God! It's—it's it's got planes. <laughs> it's got volleyball. It's got. Sexy ladies, sexy men, weird bar singing. Um, you lost that other feeling. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of you know people yelling at people for. Um, man, I 
a lot of quotes. Like, um, what are, oh, what are some of your favorite quotes? From oh, him? it's well, it's you'd be flying rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong, you know, that went from the infamous <laughs> boss. I, you know, I feel the need, the need for speed. In, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, stuff like that. When uh, Val Kilmer, like, I guess he bites at Tom Cruise in the locker room. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Ice, man. It, I am dangerous. Dang- yeah. The Danger Zone song. Oh, and that goes into Archer, right? So you watch oh, Archer, yeah. he goes, Lana, Lana, Danger Zone. I mean, <laughs> that's. And Kenny Loggins <laughs> actually shows Archer. But anyway, go ahead. No, I was, I was just going to talk more about Danger Zone. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it comes up so many times in that film, doesn't it? Yeah, that and uh, Cheap Trick song. Cheap Trick's got a song in there, too, that it comes up a lot. What am I thinking? That's, is that da- no, Kenny Lodge in Danger Zone. Cheap Trick did... Uh... Oh, shit. I'll think about it. Well, but... while you're thinking, in uh, Take My Breath Away, you know, ramps up in volume on numerous occasions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, anytime it gets emotional. Uh, Mighty Wings. It's called Mighty Wings by Cheap Trick. That's the song. I actually it's have just... it on my, my workout playlist. But anyway, go ahead. It's just so ridiculous. It's such an 80s film. It's just yeah. a, it's just so fun to watch. Oh, it's one of my probably easily top 10 go back to um you know what my uh I don't know how you say like you know rewatchable in the background films. Yeah, rewatchables. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's called rewatchables. Yeah, we'll absolutely. Stay, steal all our picks from that podcast. <laughs> Is that a podcast? Yeah, the rewatch. It's one of the probably the most popular movie podcasts, the rewatchables. Okay, I did not know that. Today I learned about a new podcast. You mean there's yeah. other movie podcasts out there? God, I hope not. <laughs> Is this going to be tough to get listeners? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. We're pretty big in Belgium, like I said. What's up, Belgium? Um, but anyway, we, we digress. We digress. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so there's there's a bunch of Topless, uh, topless dudes, yeah, shorts playing volleyball on the beach. Yeah, they did that same thing in the sequel. I wonder if they're trying to get who they're trying to get with that. The Navy has a really weird selling point, doesn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> <That's awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> I, he had me at hello. I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> there we go. All right, moving on. Before Tom, Tom Cruise, jump. moving on before we get canceled. Oh. Um. Yeah, no, and, and I mean, just to, to chat on the tail end of this um, wondrous journey, the uh, the remake, I mean, I'm a remake, the uh, sequel, yep. uh, Maverick, Top Gun Maverick, was um, also great, fun, plain film. Uh, yeah, Top Gun Maverick, I was not supposed to like it as much as I did. It was good. It was great. Yeah, you could argue it was tremendously better than the first. Uh, I don't know if I'd say I enjoy it. I like the first one better because it's cheesy and ridiculous. And yeah, classic. Yeah. But but Maverick's a better film. Maverick's impressive, you know, especially yeah. in the theater. It's one of those you got to see in the theater. Yeah, and wasn't uh, Tom Cruise nominated for Maverick? No, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, but I mean, Miles Teller was incredible. Oh Robert yeah, Conley. Yep. Yeah. Patty Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah a lot of people didn't catch both. that. Yeah. Different, very different movies, but you know, yeah, fine, but absolutely enjoyable. Great playing the movies, great playing movies, but it was Navy propaganda to join the military. Remember that? Oh my god, uh, yeah. Uh, re- re- uh, enrollment rates for the 
Air Force and Navy like skyrocketed for years after that film. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of nuts, huh? They know what they're doing. Yeah, but, and that's that's what makes them feel so great, right? Is they they it's not all the CGI bullshit. Both of mm-hmm. them filmed in real Navy planes. Like yeah. they went up and yeah. put Tom Cruise in a fighter jet and flew him around with cameras. So, um, just feels real because it is yeah and, um, and we're so in data cgi these days it's got to go back to phys- physical i think it's one reason it was so good what was yeah i think you know what the last great like effects film before cgi just took over mm-hmm. was um jurassic park yeah okay you ponder that and we'll move on to i was the trying to think is that the last one for great cgi yeah, because it, it used a little CGI. Like um, they were just pioneering CGI at the time, and uh, Steven huh. Spielberg kind of incorporated a little bit with a lot of practical effects, um, with a little CGI. And man, it CGI just took over after that. Like, because even like so in the the iconic scene with the T Rex and that water cup, and it just ripples. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Poof. yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. They had like a guitar string under it. They rigged it with a guitar string. So no joke. Water. <laughs> and they don't do that shit anymore. They just like yeah. oh yeah, have some guy like have some twenty year old that's you know on his eightieth hour of you know staring at a computer screen make that water ripple for us. Thanks. Yeah. Wow. And that now it. They just don't. Yeah. They just don't do that magic. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's um. Uh, George Lucas's company is industrial lights and magic that's so good at all that yeah yeah it's sad it's sad and it's gotten so bad so many complaints so many new movies that they might hopefully they're going back the practical doubt effects. it man it's just i really doubt it yeah anyway oh. let's let's just what, what okay. is that for us yes something plane themed to drink while you're watching plane movies this week P-L-A-N-E, not P-L-A-I-N. Um, all right, this cocktail, I had it for the first time a few nights ago. Um, I've seen the recipe many times. It's uh, it's something, it's very summery and very light. And the summer heat that we're in right now in the U.S., it's tough to drink an old-fashioned or anything but a mint julep or Kentucky mule. You know, that's all it really sounds good in back porch. It's 100 degrees. Well, I have another option for a summer bourbon. Uh, I bring to you my new favorite cocktail, the Paper Plane. It's pretty damn easy to make, but I do want to say there is one caveat to it. Uh, one of the ingredients is it ingredients are a bit pricey. Uh, the bottle of Amaro Nonino uh, is is relatively about fifty five dollars for seven fifty. Um, so it's almost it's probably more than the bourbon you're putting in the, in the cocktail. Ooh. Yeah, and but I mean you're using less than one ounce per cocktail, so it's going to be around for a while. But uh, yeah, just a heads up on that one. It's it's one of those that you've got to have a specialty ingredient for. It's probably what makes it so good. And I, I doing my research, I was told you know read and told many YouTube videos. Do not there is a cheap knockoff version. Don't it ruins the cocktail. So don't even don't don't uh, don't substitute the Amaro Nino. But anyway, really easy to make. Uh, into your shaker, you're gonna add, you know, quarter ounce of bourbon or three quarters of an ounce of bourbon. I put one whole ounce. Not gonna lie, three quarters of an ounce of aperol, three quarters of an ounce of amaro Nino, 
and three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice. And add your ice and shake aggressive for about 10 seconds. And then double strain into a chilled coupe. I have drank it over ice this week. And that was perfect. It also slowed me down enough that I didn't have more than three uh, at dinner that night. But uh, so yeah, serve it up however you want to. I know it's supposed to be probably served. I've seen. I think it's served multiple ways. Neat in a glass after being double strained. It seemed it's served over ice. I mean, I would drink this thing too fast. You garnish it with a, a strip of lemon peel. However you want to do that. But uh, man, it's real light. The April gives it kind of a reddish pink uh, coloring. So what you know, kind of? Be prepared what kind for of that. flavor uh, profile we talking here? Like, is it uh, similar or anything? Or man, uh, yeah. I mean, you guys have the lemon come through, and the April has that kind of dry. You know, not and the Amarone Nino is almost an orangish taste. So, I mean, it's got that kind of, and it's hard to say. I can't really. I can't. I'm not good at comparing them. All right, but you know, it's uh, it's almost if you took a something like Aperol Spritz and put bourbon in it instead. Okay. Yeah, you it know? sounded like yeah. kind of a spritzy, like a citrusy bourbon. Yeah, with a little yeah. bit of like that dry. Yeah. After. Yes. Yeah. So you're not. Yeah, it's not as heavy as an old fashioned, but it definitely has probably the same vibes to it. You know, that that orange from the Almerone, you know, and April and the lemon juice. Cool. So right. yeah, a great summer drink. Very cooling, refreshing. Uh, if you're drinking, you know, before the dark hours and you pull out the dark stuff. But anyways, that's what I got this week. Uh, Jason, what else you got? Um, well, before I get into, um, I think I did my main picks. I've got some like half picks. Did you have any more? I'm good. I'm good. You're done? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so we, we did our main picks, Die Hard, Die 2, Con Air, Top Gun. We kind of tangented a bit on Top Gun Maverick and Executive yeah. Decision. I just wanted to go through like a, a brief uh, speed round of some other plane films. All right. Um. So a couple that came to mind were, did you ever see Air America with Mel Gibson? I know. I don't know if I've ever heard of that one. <laughs> okay. So like it was back when Mel Gibson was a huge movie star, 1990, they did uh, Air America. So he was like, a, like it's, it's like Mel Gibson was flying as like a third party contractor for the CIA into Laos during Vietnam. So, okay. That's it. It's it's Mel Gibson and a very young Robert Downey Jr. You know, doing risky plane runs in in Vietnam. Like it's, I don't think it's good. I don't know. I just remember watching it a lot. Uh, we'll just keep on moving. Uh, Snakes on a Plane, Samuel Jackson. How did that plane movie escape me? Yeah, <laughs> get these motherfucking snakes out of here. Um, that's not the quote. Um, a much older film, Iron Eagle, from eighty, also eighty six. Yeah, came out before uh, Top Gun. Yeah, uh, where for some unknown fucking reason, uh, a teenager flies, um, you know, a fighter jet. Yeah, he does. Um, was yeah, a lot of people think it's a ripoff of Top Gun, but like you said, it came out like a a year earlier yep. it came out earlier yep um a bit of a stretch but i just want to include it so i could talk about it is uh, <laughs> that's, that's that's a good one broken arrow with a it was directed by oh. john john yeah. Wu directed it in like 96 with john travolta and christian slater yeah. and basically um a rogue stealth like christian slater and john travolta are 
stealth pilots for like the, I don't know, one of those like fancy stealth planes, like the F-17 mm-hmm. or something. Uh, don't don't correct me on that, people. They were on uh, the, yeah, the, they were on the, yeah. yeah. They were yeah, stealth fighter pilots. And yeah. they crash it because they're carrying nuclear warheads. So John Travolta is going to steal the warheads and Christian mm-hmm. Slater decides, I'm going to stop you. And um, it's a it's a John Woo film. So yeah, if, I didn't realize it was John Woo. Yeah, so if you've seen his films, um, Hard Boiled uh, and Hard Target with, um, what's his name? Uh, Val, um, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did Face Off, MI2. So um, if you're not familiar with John Woo, you know, watch, watch some of his stuff. Yeah, anyway, absolutely. Very John Woo-ish. Um, keep, keep on moving. Pushing 10. Air traffic controllers, right? John Cusack and Billy Bob Thornton. Yes, yes. I, 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 you know, okay. I would mission that has been on my to watch list forever and ever and ever, and I've never watched that. It's, it's, it's bleak. Like it's kind of okay. this bleak comedy, like with Billy Bob and John Cusack trying to outdo each other mm. while working this incredibly high stress job as air traffic controllers. Right. Um, I, I, I didn't want to include it as like a recommendation, so I kind of just tacked it on as a notable airplane film. I would never say, "Hey, go watch Pushing Ten. You got some spare time this weekend? Here's one." Yeah. Hmm. But you know, if you if you, why not? If you're curious, give it a watch. Okay. And um, lastly, another middle of the range film. From Wesley Snipes, we have Passenger Passenger Fifty Seven. I do remember that film. So I do. he's a Wesley Snipes back when he was a big action star in the uh, early nineties. Played an ex cop, and uh, you know, honestly, I gotta be honest, I don't remember the entire plot. I think he's an ex cop on a plane, and yeah. terrorists a, take over the plane. It's it's, it's Die Hard on a plane. Mm-hmm. The more mm-hmm. I think about it, yeah, it's just mm-hmm. they made Die Hard on a plane. Yeah, so, it's I mean, it's almost like he's it's almost like a lethal weapon Die Hard on a plane. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Agreed. All right. There you there you go. There's some uh, <laughs> extra bonuses. There you go. There's for some you. bonus picks if you <laughs> if you're like, man, I sure love these plane movies. <laughs> I, <need laughs> I want to watch. watch nothing but plane movies and drink paper planes. Uh, I'm with you. You know what? Um, my uh, plain drink of choice would be, I think, if I'm on a plane, have hmm. a beverage, just gin, just a nice gin on ice. Okay, that's All Jason's right. cocktail of the week. Right. Pour some gin, gin. some ice. Woo, that's rough, bud. It's rough, but uh, enjoy All the right. flight. Enjoy the flight. Yeah. Can I get a Jack and Jack and the Rocks? Double, you know, lots of rocks. Um. But yeah, all right, man. Well, I appreciate the time. Uh, hey, guys, don't forget uh, follow us on Twitter at this week's picks pod. We'll try at this week's picks on Twitter at this week's picks pod on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, we'll be posting, like I said, a couple of trailers this week of the movies you haven't seen, and I'll post nice. on Paper Plank the recipe on Twitter. Um, yeah, guys, I really appreciate everybody's time. Thanks for hanging out with us, Jason. Appreciate the effort and all the picks this week and the bonus picks. Uh, if you like the theme stuff, let us know. We'll we'll stick to a theme. If you like the more bouncing around all kinds of films, let us know. We'll probably do some themes every now and then still because it makes it easy, makes it fun. But uh, appreciate everybody listening. Uh, Jason, anything else? No. Have a good week. 
All right, guys. Thank y'all. Good night. Cheers.